Before we begin, this podcast is a place of acceptance, diversity, and respect. This podcast respects all aspects of people, including race, ethnicity, gender expression, sexual orientation, socioeconomic background, age, religion, and ability. That being said, let us begin. What's up, world? Welcome to The Positive Truth. Uplifting and positive news from a more progressive society. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. I'm JP. That's Tim. And this is The Positive Truth, bringing positive news. We know you're not hearing every single day, and we know you would love to hear. Tim, how are you? I'm doing amazing, sir. How are you doing? I'm tired, and I'm pushing through. Because sleep is for the weak. That was a joke. Sleep is not for the weak. Sleep is great. And what, what is also great <laughs> are our social media pages, like our Facebook at the Positive Truth Podcast, where we post our videos and positive news stories all the time. Even positive news stories we don't talk on the podcast, talk about on the podcast. We have our Twitter, our YouTube, and our Instagram, where you can see Tim's pretty face. If you want to support the podcast, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, rate and review. It helps us spread this positivity so much. We appreciate all the positive comments we've been receiving, and we promise we're going to keep bringing it. Tim, are you ready for these positive news stories? Let's get it, man. My very first news story is about a man named Charles Tillman. Charles Tillman was a second round pick in the 2003 NFL draft to the Chicago Bears, and uh, he played cornerback. If you don't know who he is, you can YouTube him. You'll see some highlights of him. He was a pretty good athlete. The reason why I'm talking about him, he's giving uh, some type of uh, inspiration to football players for life after football. So he just now graduated school to become an FBI agent. What? Don't hear this very often from NFL players, right? You don't hear very much, actually. They make enough money where they get to retire, usually, anyways. And there's a lot of these NFL players that after football, they they have uh, issues figuring out what they want to do because all they did was football their entire life. And uh, somebody like Charles Tillman, who decided he wanted to go to school, become an FBI candidate, and he decided to follow his goals. I just think it's amazing. I think it's super inspiring for a lot of these young football players out there that think all there is to life is football. There's so much more out there. And uh, I think he's uh, definitely doing a good job. He's on this like two-year probational period where he... Uh, isn't an FBI agent quite yet. He just has to go through it and then he will be officially. He just has to basically shadow, I guess, FBI agents and go through a... Two-year training period? Yeah, basically going through different issues or different things that happen as an FBI agent. He has to go through that first, which I think is pretty cool too. Definitely need the right training to be an FBI agent. Facts. <laughs> well, shouts out and do rags off to him. Doing a great job. Definitely inspirational. Do sobs. What do you have for us, JP? So, for today and Friday, spoiler alert, I'm going to follow up Tim's story with something that's kind of related because I have an excess of positive news stories. So, ah. so the first one that I want to talk about is since he talked about an NFL player doing great things, I'm talking about NBA teams doing great things. The Sacramento Kings and the Milwaukee Bucks today, when this podcast comes out, Wednesday, February 27th, are doing a team up for change at the Gold One Center in Sacramento. Starts at 9 a.m. before the Kings play the Milwaukee Bucks that evening. What is what it is doing is the teams are teaming up for change to 
is holding a summit to address social injustice in their neighborhoods. It's an interactive partnerships aimed to unite, inspire, and activate community leaders, law enforcement, and youth advocates in Sacramento and Milwaukee by highlighting local and national perspectives from innovators and trusted experts who are advocates for social justice and equality. I think it's awesome. Everyone's going to be there. When I say everyone, if I started naming names, you'd be like, this list is kind of ridiculous. But the keynote speaker is Antoine Patton. If you don't know who that is, his name's Big Boy. He's a MC from, uh, for Outcast. They also have Barry Akus, founder of The Voice of the Youth. They have the president of the Marshall Project, which helps out in the community. So many people. And it's just, I think it's really cool to team up for change because Milwaukee and Sacramento are not near each other at all. And the fact that they're trying to unite the communities and address social injustice is awesome. Absolutely, man. I actually ran across this article and I assumed that you were going to have it. And I'm glad it was the first one you talked about today. Good assumption, Tim. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, man, I'm going to stick to this sports theme we got going on right about now and uh, talk about another NFL player. His name is uh, Warwick Dunn. Through his nonprofit, which is called Warwick Dunn Charities, Dunn has successfully provided his 139th home to a single mom. That's not something we hear every day, is that, JP? No, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man, they made the announcement via Twitter. I definitely wanted to share that here on The Positive Truth because that's what we do. How come, hold up, hold, time, time out, time out, 139th? Yes, sir. Home that he's given away? Yeah, man. Dude, he had to become a little bit about his background, the reason why, you know, he started this nonprofit and is giving away houses like he is. He became the head of the household at 18. His mom was actually killed when somebody was trying to break in and rob them. So he had to, you know, take over the response, the financial responsibilities to take care of his family. And, you know, he stuck with football, went to school, became an NFL player, made millions, started a nonprofit to give back to to families that need a little bit of help and to give away 139 homes. And we've never heard about it. It sucks. But yeah, why is but, this not headline news? This is way more interesting than what's going on. Exactly, man. It's amazing. You don't hear you hear you see on the you know, on the news all the negativity that if a NFL player makes a mistake out there, but you don't see whenever they do things like this, especially on a consistent basis like this. Well that's awesome, man. Shout out to him. Shouts out and do rags off to that if the <laughs> work done too. Do Savas. Before we get to the next positive news story, we like to pause and do audio meditation because we're halfway through with our six positive news stories. So me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each, because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on around us. We encourage everyone listening to play along as well. So Tim, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for water. I've been really dehydrated these last few days, and I really didn't understand why I was dehydrated. I felt like I was drinking enough water, but then I actually like sat down and I was writing down how much water I drunk and I wasn't drinking nowhere near enough. So I added a couple more water bottles to the day and I'm feeling amazing again. So I'm definitely grateful for water. I know that's something, you know, I guess we don't appreciate as much, you know, we shower and brush our teeth and stuff using water, but definitely just drinking it right now. It's on point for me. That's, um, a relatively simple thing that can make all our lives better. So well said, JP. I, like, I like that, Tim Tim. <laughs> I am grateful for libraries. 
because you can do awesome things with libraries. I have a 45 minute commute to school and a 45 minute commute back from school every day. Isn't that bad? Especially, <laughs> I mean, it really isn't that bad because you know, it's something I want to do. Right, right. But I feel like music and podcasts can only take, take up so much of the time. And so I discovered that you can use your library card to rent out audiobooks for basically free. And it's awesome, Tim. <laughs> so I like to read every night before I go to sleep, and I don't have that much time to do anything, honestly. But now I can read, you know, 20 pages before I go to sleep, wake up, continue on the audiobook, continue while I'm driving, continue driving back read again where I picked up fit left on the audiobook. It's awesome, man. Libraries libraries are so cool. That's not even libraries, you can do almost anything in a library, so shout out to libraries. Yeah, for sure, man. I've definitely cried in a couple libraries, man. I was stressed in college, I'm not gonna lie. Midterms, finals, it didn't matter. Well now you got a daughter and a wife, man, it worked out. Eh, touche. Touche. <laughs> That was an easy opportunity for you to get brownie points, Tim. <laughs> You're right, man. I'm still I'm still failing on that. Well, it's now my job to follow you up. You were talking about work done, giving back. Yes, sir. And so whenever I heard that positive news story, it makes me believe in the people around me. So I have a positive news story to follow that one up. And hopefully make all the you all the listeners further believe in the world around them. In Canada, on February 18th, they had a holiday. It's called Family Day. Sounds like a great day, to be, be honest. It's yeah, I'm loving it so far. <laughs> everything's closed, except one downtown grocery store in a Canada city that I cannot pronounce, Kingston. I know that sounds easy, but you know, I don't know if I got the pronunciation right. Sounded good to me. Well, there's a downtown grocery store called Food Basics. And with almost all the grocery stores in the area closed for the day, the grocery store left their doors open. But they didn't want any staff scheduled for the day. They just left the, the, the doors open for the day so the public could enter. And if anyone wanted to pay, they could just take the items. And so one person went to the store took one thing and put $5 down, didn't even steal it, put $5 down, over, overpaid, and was like, we appreciate y'all for like being open and trusting me and the community. And no one stole anything, Tim. That's pretty dope. <laughs> that's pretty awesome, right? Couldn't do that here in the U.S., though, but that's pretty dope. <laughs> of course you could, man. You got to believe in the world around you. That's why we're here. But I think it's awesome. Yeah. Man, Canada's doing it big, though. That's that's amazing. <laughs> I know, right? So shout out to the city of Kingston, if I'm pronouncing that right in Canada, and their family day, which is an awesome holiday, and them doing the right thing on the holiday, not having any of their customers work, leaving the store open for people that needed it, and no one's doing anything. That's awesome. Heck yeah, man. Super amazing. Kind of like your next positive news story. Absolutely, man. So if you have not heard about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Google him, YouTube him, something him, one of the greatest basketball players to ever live. In fact, he uh, 
has some uh, championship rings that he won with the Los Angeles Lakers. His 1980, 1985, 1987, and 1988 ring that he is auctioning off for his nonprofit. And it's crazy to me because... Kareem Abdul-Jabari is 71 years old, and he's not playing basketball anymore. He doesn't, you know, these rings he earned, this is something that you strive for, and he's donating it to his nonprofit, which is pretty awesome because it's called the Skyhook Foundation, which JP, I know you can appreciate that name because one move that he was great at was the Skyhook. It was pretty much unstoppable, right, JP? Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, his uh, Skyhook Foundation, it's a charity that helps kids learn about science, technology, engineering, and math. Something else I definitely know you can appreciate, right, JP? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so basically, he said when it comes to choosing between storing a, a championship ring or a trophy in a room or providing kids with an opportunity to change their life, the choice is pretty simple. Sell it all. Yeah, good on Kareem. Good on Kareem. I will say that's not all his championships. He won one in 71 with the Bucks. You know, he's definitely not getting right. rid of that ring. <laughs> he's definitely not getting rid of that ring, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the Knicks won it in 70, then the Bucks, then the Lakers, and the Knicks won it again, then the Celtics, then the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. So he won one in 71. He won one in 1980. They want to get an 82. They want an 85, 87, 88. So yeah, that's a lot of championship rings. The so, fact that you know this without having to like look it up is wild to me. I mean, there, here's the thing about the NBA. If you find out who the best player was for that year, and then you find out when they, when they got eliminated in the playoffs, that team usually wins the championship that eliminated them, or the best player wins it. And Kareem was the best player for a long time. <laughs> so it's really not that hard to remember. So yeah, shout sure. Out to- <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Kareem, though. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. It's awesome to see uh, athletes definitely doing uh, positive things out there in the world. And Kareem has definitely turned it around. Whenever he was playing, they called him a curmudgeon because he was so moody. <laughs> I had no idea. He changed his name from Lou Alcindor to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He was generally seen as like, everyone thought he was weird. And he's turned it around. He's given back to the community. He's generally a leader in the black community now. So shout out to Kareem. Still changing at an older age. Hex, yeah. And I'm going to follow that up with talking about Stephen Curry and Barack Obama. Because they just held a summit to inspire boys to give advice about living a healthy manhood. The idea was Barack and Steph were just like, we need to talk about raising young men to not be so sexist and treat women with respect. Like you don't have to be like, you can let out your emotions. Obama has this incredible quote in the conference where he says, if you're very confident about your sexuality, you don't have to have eight women around you twerking to display it. Ha! <laughs> 10 out of 10 quote, Obama. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> and I just think it's awesome, man. So shout out to Steph and Mr. Obama, former president, for trying to uh, throwing a summit to address issues with masculinity in today's society. Heck yeah, man. Coming from him and actually coming from them both, man, that's that's pretty brave. Absolutely. Both married, both great examples. 
Yes, sir. Speaking of great examples, I was gonna try to like pull that in, but I couldn't think of a pun quick enough. But we're done with our positive news stories. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out, JP. Okay, I got you, man. <laughs> Tim, you man, got a quote? I, I definitely do. A, a wise man adapts himself to circumstances as water shapes itself to the vessel that contains it. Ooh, who was that from? I think it was Bruce Lee. I like how that was. Uh, it had water in it because that's what you were grateful for. I like that. See what I did there. I did. I did. <laughs> well, we appreciate everyone for listening. We'll be back Friday with more positive news stories. We're out. Stay positive.